the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now... Here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us. Here we are, May 21st. You do realize that uh, one more month after this, and we're halfway through 2022 at the end of June. We're getting there, right? Time's fine. Time flies when you're having fun, and if I'm around, it's always fun. That's Just true. remember that. That's true. Hey, uh, also, you don't uh, have to lie to me, Brendan. No, 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 no. <laughs> Happy National Armed Forces Day, by the way. Oh, May twenty first yeah. is National. Yeah, it so is for all those who uh, served BB in the past. The yeah, uh, for those who uh, served in the past and today, we thank you for your service, and uh, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So, thank you, guys. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we definitely wouldn't have the freedoms we have without all of us. Oh my goodness! Yes, that's true. So important stuff for sure. Did you make the shot? By the way, I, I did not. Shot. I missed the trash can. <laughs> by the way, and I choked on the water. We might be halfway through this year, but I, I and I know things go fast. But I do look at things a little differently, and I'm like, I'm okay. We're still making it through the year, though. That's why I look at it. Well, we're di- no, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm just. I was just making a point on how fast it seems like the year's going by. That's no, it. I get it. I get that part too. Yeah, it just seems like it's going by really fast. So. Anyway, San Diego and everybody else out there listening, we appreciate you joining us here on May 21st uh, for Armed Forces Day, as it is. Um, And once again, like Brendan said, we appreciate everybody out there that served this great country of ours. Uh, Thank you for what you've done. You are why we have free radio, and I can speak of what I like on the radio, which is uh, auto talk. I took that wrong. You said free radio, and I was like, wait a minute, nothing's free. <laughs> no, free speech radio. I, know, you know, I get like, it. I get it now. I mean. yeah, you're free free to talk about what you want on the radio, you know, so good stuff. So anyway, for sure, for sure, we do appreciate everybody joining us. So this morning we're talking about 10 vehicle damaging mistakes, you know, so. And hey, you, you know what's interesting? We've had a few shows where we've talked about, we talked about um, hybrids and uh, EVs, which is electric vehicles, and a lot about EVs, and, and it seems like the discussion's big. Every place I go, every indus- industry thing, everything, we're, everybody's talking about electric vehicles and the things. Um, and and I last week, I uh, a few weeks ago, I had mentioned uh, um, I'd been and sat on a board, and we were talking to engineers that develop tools for diagnosis and all that. And one of the big things coming up, you know, they, they were asking about when it comes to EV vehicles, electric vehicles, like, what are you guys going to need to, I say, well, and how are they going to be fixed, you know, as far as that goes? Because outside in the aftermarket, you know, because a lot of, most of them have been under warranty. Now they're starting, Tesla has started coming to really the principle to this, that we need to fix these vehicles is the information and the tools our technicians are amazing, all of us. I mean, everybody's master tech. If we have the information given to us that the steps to test and all that, then we can fix anything, right? That's what we do. Yes. So, shoot, I've fixed refrigerators before because I, get, I just get the information and I have a, a my own meter, you know, DVOM, my fluke, and, you know, things like that. So, yes. So, if you have the information and you're a person that diagnoses and repairs things, probably especially cars, these EVs, it's not going to be, it's not a problem, but the problem that we're having right now is that information isn't flowing freely. Like, so, you know how Mitchell writes all the manuals for like, um, for us that we use, they take all the factory forward information, right. And they put it into our diagnosis stuff yes. along with all data and all that. So we have it when we're fixing cars, yes. Tesla doesn't give that information out right now. So, but I think they're working in that direction. So once we get that, 
you know, then we'll have we have the tooling, we have that, then we can diagnose, fix these cars. It's that simple. Can I can I ask a question? Because Tesla no, is no no question. Yeah, but Tesla is kind of a new company. So I mean, were they Not even really? Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, being an, on the broad world stage, you know what I'm saying. But my thing is, were they even thinking about <laughs> about that side of it when they? I mean, because if I was a corporation, I wouldn't be thinking about. I'd be still, we got to make some money here. We got to well, get some well, of their well, money they, back. Well. They had quite a long warranty on those cars because they really were doing a lot of research with them exactly. when they come in and fix them. But you, you do know, so some things that people probably don't know when it comes to those cars, and our show today is about 10 d- damaging vehicle maintenance mistakes, but we'll, we'll talk about this for a, a short period here because it, it is important, I feel. Um, like if you have to replace a battery on a Tesla, yeah, I heard it's like half the price of the car. It is right now. It's like twenty. Now their battery technology, and we we talked about this, and and we have a a, a good customer and and radio listener that, that sends me tips all the time, and I watch several times before a couple of years ago. If you watch the thing on how Tesla batteries are made, and and I know that um, the battery's bigger than a D cell, and and the battery's named after its dimensions. Okay. But it looks kind of like a D cell. I mean, it's kind of the design, and that's how they're. And it's a bunch of those, and that's how their their batteries are made up. They're unlike any other EV battery. No other manufacturer uses that the technology that he came up with for those batteries. Right. And they're going through another redesign now. But it's like a bunch of D cells inside of a. It's very interesting, well, and the way they roll the battery and how it stores energy. If you get a chance, it's about a thirty some minute video on Tesla batteries, but it's really cool if you haven't seen it. And you can, it's on YouTube. I mean, you can check it out. It's cool. Right. So just something to, to learn about now. And if you got the time, it's, it's, you know, I found it very interesting when I watched it a couple of years ago and I watched it, he sent it to me and I watched it again just a couple uh, weeks ago because uh, a, a large part of it, because I just find it very interesting the way that his technology has, but it's, they're not inexpensive to manufacture. So the batteries roll to keep them cool or something? Is that what? No, it- no, 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 no. How a battery's put together and what oh, the okay. layers inside of it, oh, you how mean it's like rolled how they up. Made... Yeah, how okay. it's manufactured. Okay, okay. It goes through the whole process of how these are manufactured. It's pretty cool. So I should get watch a chance it to check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's very cool to watch. Um, it is kind of a long video, but there's a lot of information in there, and it's really great. Right. Hey, so. not to throw anything on them, but just because <laughs> we were talking about EV stuff and the other day, someone goes, is this an EV motorhome? I'm like, what? And I looked it up. Winnebago is actually making an EV motor. Everybody <laughs> is going, trying to make an electric vehicle or make an electric vehicle. Well, it does like 130 miles, but I'm thinking. I, I, well, so I, in, I'm in, thinking in, it's the fact that, again, it said vehicles. So <laughs> I think it includes those kind of vehicles. It does. And, yeah. So it's not just trucks or uh, or so on and so forth. It means all vehicles. So all forms. Of, they're used. Well, yeah. Are you talking about the law of 2035 that can't be sold in California anything right. except yeah. for electric That's vehicles? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, how's that going to work with semi-trucks, though? They're already going, too, though. Tesla's I, they, making them. Well, it won't matter because they won't sell them in here. They'll you just go to Texas and buy your semi. That's what I'm thinking. That's probably what they're going to do, too. Yeah. They're not they, going to stop them from driving on the roads I'm here. still going to have my 73 Pontiac. You know what I mean? I'm not getting rid of it. Yeah, but you're, that, that's that. It, it'll be considered a a a, a vintage car. Well, no, but my point is, I'm still going to be driving a gasoline car because, yeah, I mean, I could see my other cars wearing out that are my normal everyday cars, and me, you know, if that's the way you got to go, that's the way you got to go. Once but, again, those are collectible cars. I have a '67 exactly. must I'm not getting rid well, of it. That's, that's what I'm a saying. They're not going to make car. you get rid of. Stuff. But you're not going to drive that every day either. That's no. when Sunday brunch, even at eleven o'clock, Brendan. Sunday brunch. I call it it eating. Your your classic car out. (laughs) I I did look it up uh, two weeks ago, and it said from ten thirty to one thirty. So I'm completely wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon thought you had to show up at ten thirty for brunch. Specifically, no other time. You're not much of a socialite, are you? All right, you guys. I, and we never got back to that a couple of weeks ago. That's right. So I'm glad. I'm glad that you did look it up. You're welcome. <laughs> That's very interesting. So, folks, Brendan now says you can have brunch between ten thirty and one thirty. So that's brunch. Well, it's lunch and br- and breakfast together, right? Brunch. I know. Well, don't, don't, I know. Don't, don't forget because in a lot of places, supper because dinner doesn't really. Supper's not a West Coast word. I know that, and it, it's actually was. That's a Midwest word. Yeah, it's like backwards too because if you tell the farmers a certain word, you'll be backwards on that. And yeah, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I can't remember if they put the supper like at noontime or is it? Or no, dinner's at noon 
And then supper is at dinner is at five o'clock. I know what you mean because I had a southern manager, and she said uh, when I work at a grocery store, she said go get all the buggies, and I'm like, well, I don't have keys for the cars. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, the shopping carts, the, the buggies. Know. Yeah, I've never heard that term before. <laughs> I thought she meant like the Volkswagen buggies. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, we have those as a company. Okay. You, you mentioned soda like somewhere like around the Ohio region, dude, and they're like, no, that's pop. <laughs> yes, I've heard that. Too. <laughs> All right, I don't know how we got on this story from Tesla batteries, but uh, here we are. So anyway, folks, uh, we, we're, we're good, pulling back to the uh, automotive thing, but uh, some good information for sure. So now we know that uh, Brendan had to gather buggies at one point from a parking lot and uh, other things. So they do have <laughs> wheels. If they had a motor on them, they could be fine. But back to the electric thing, vehicle real quick. We were talking about, you know, 20, yes, no. Not every vehicle in the United States, I mean, in, the, in, in California is going to have to be electric they're just not selling them anymore so and hopefully two things and 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 i'm not kidding even the engineers when they talk about ev vehicles and these guys where i wanted to go with this point we got on the infrastructure of california and and my question was like how how it is a state that tells you you have to save electricity during the day because we don't have enough in, in, in our grids can't handle it going to ha- handle all these electric vehicles that are supposed to plug in and charge and they're like you're absolutely right it's not so how's that going to work and and where is california going to get because we're putting all i'm not going to get political here but we're putting all our money into the bullet train that we could be putting in our electrical infrastructure let's, so what, mm, let's not go there right now <laughs> stop them let's go back to the electric motorhome <laughs> electric motorhome Brandon, you want an electric motor it home? said it only gets 130 miles i think i don't even know if i can get from my house to the desert and <laughs> you don't need to, but but again, we're really early on in this stage. It's going to improve with technology and and, and and the solar stuff and things like that on on EV vehicles. Would there be yeah, too? Like I saw a solar thing for an F one fifty that you could put a hood, replace the hood, and it's an entire solar panel for people that do a lot of stuff like like off the grid. And it says that thing will will sustain you while you're off the grid. So. Well, that'd be really cool if you could drive to the desert. The solar panels would recharge everything for you, especially you the come back home. here. Yeah, exactly. And that's if they could get the solar panels up to enough. Like if we were driving and the solar panels, you know, if the, if, if if it was taken in the sun, I mean, it would, it would think on a cloudy rainy day. But like if you were driving on a sunny day, mm-hmm. if it could actually produce enough energy to actually run the in or the the motors. Correct. You know what well, I mean? Well, not only. Or just keep the batteries charged up. You yeah, know, as yeah. Far or as however, that goes, the, you know. Exactly. So for what it's losing, et cetera. So I think the technology will hopefully get there in that direction. In that way, your car would be free to drive as far as, as fuel-wise. True. So then it wouldn't be such a bad deal now, would it? Because you, it, would, you, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't affect the grid. I got another question. What if they had like another wheel under there that ran a generator or ran a, like an like a alternator generator or whatever you, however you want to put On it? On the ground that charged like, the vehicle? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't design these well, things. Well, I know. I'm just. I don't know. I don't either. We'll I just fix wait. them. Going to have to wait to see. But it will happen. <laughs> I guarantee you. All right, folks, we're talking about, uh, uh, we'll get back on track here, although uh, the EV thing is always a discussion and always part, and you, you notice of our show here and there because of, uh, um, it's just very interesting things, you know, when it comes to uh, to uh, vehicles and where we're going and, and what we're going to be doing with them. So uh, we always like to throw a little bit out there, and, and I always like, I just, uh, and technology is amazing to me, so I love love talking about it for, for sure. So just just really good stuff all along the way, so. Um, as far as that goes, um, the power of preventive maintenance, very important, which is kind of one of the things that we're talking about today. Uh, do you know there's a problem with a Ford coast clutch? Uh, on, that must be that the new, uh, 10 speed R10 trans that was in the 09 to 16. Anyway. I'm figuring just out all some, kinds of problems with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly. So I just like, I, I come up with all these great things. Uh, uh, once again, we were talking to, uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago about, you know, uh, Tacoma has the uh, idle issues that has to do with carbon buildup, direct injection stuff. Uh, the Honda Ridge line actually, uh, experienced a flickering of interior lights and multiple indicators, jerky steering, et cetera, is bolted. The alternator needs to be realigned. <laughs> it comes from the factory out of alignment. Not a Honda. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
It sounded like a haunted ghost inside right. the car. Well, flickering lights, cars swerving all over. I think yeah, all cars have problems. I'm just yeah, you know, when, like so, when someone's like, "This car's way better," I'm like, "Well, nah. you can always find cons." You know, the funny thing is, especially, and, and I was trying to explain this the other day. Go when somebody comes out and buys a hundred fifty thousand dollar car, but it's got all these functions on it, right? And they're thinking they just paid all this money for this car, and this car should last longer. But honestly, the Chevy Cavalier will probably last longer. It's got less functions and less things to break on. True, <laughs> you get what true. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, it's, it's strange how we kind of view the resale of cars, too, at the same time. Yes. Say. Like, why are two companies that – I'm not going to name names, but why are two companies better than these other two companies uh, at selling cars and or reselling cars over time? It's all about advertising. I, exactly. I think that's what well, it really comes down to. Some of it's quality of the car, too. You think Nissans are better – or no, Rams. Let's go with Rams. Do you think Rams are – because they have a really high resale value for their trucks. They're also rated very high if you look it up. Okay. I just – I find them as – the same truck as any other truck, in all honesty. Well, I wouldn't say it. they're the same, but well, for, and Ford F one fifty sold on, as far as that. Uh, you know, the Ram diesel. A lot of people buy Ford F one fifties sold were the number one truck for forever, and just because people liked them and they had great ratings and they worked well, you know. So that's really. But part what of sells it. better, a F one fifty right now or a Ram truck right now? That's the. That, I, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I see right more now. Chevrolets on the road. I'm not. I don't know what the thing is, but if you he see, only sees in bow tie, that's why. <laughs> that's but, but you know what? I tell people when they ask, I tell them go drive whatever. I, I think all three trucks are good trucks, but they all have their own issues. Yes, like like Chrysler when they had the Cummings in it, that motor was awesome, but their trannies couldn't handle it. Chevy built an Allison transmission that could handle the. You know, if they would have put it all together, we would have had a total. But I, I, out of all three of them, I always tell people go drive it. Which one are you comfortable in? I agree. I couldn't agree more. Yes, it's very true. It's one of those things, and each truck's a little different. Uh, you know, especially back in the day, like you sit in a Chevy seats versus Ford seats, and that the Chevy seats weren't very comfortable to me. The Fords were, but for somebody else, it could be vice versa. Yep. Just depends on your body type. I don't know how that's going to affect the resale car exactly. Because if you have to drive that thing a lot, like I go on trips like motorcycle rides where I'm in the truck for 10 hours, it better be a comfortable truck. (laughs) And I've heard of people having like, like, uh, I know somebody that bought one of those uh, Sprinter things, and for some reason, it it had messed with his static nerve. He had to change the seats in it because he just couldn't get comfortable in that car. I never heard that before. More car stuff for sure. But another thing that you can add to that is like I, I, I had a Range Rover Evoque that I drove one time. It wasn't mine, but I had to, it was a rental car. I forget why I had it, but I would never buy one of those. The seat doesn't go back far enough. And the way my knees had, my knee had to be bent, it rubbed the door. And it, I drove out to Palm Desert and back. It was the most annoying thing. I was like, I would never buy one of these cars ever. But that's why you go out and buy. And if you're a shorter person, it probably it wouldn't affect you at all. You know what I'm saying? So if you were probably under under six foot or somewhere, then you know. So my it wouldn't wife, you my all. wife in general, yeah. Well, gotcha. because the seat, <laughs> well, but the seat goes back far enough. Her legs could be straight. You yeah. know, it wouldn't be. But mine had to be bent, and it was my knee rubbed right on the door. I know. It's just one mean. of those things. Yep. So anyway, all right, folks. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here this morning, man. We're talking about all kinds of things. We are going to dig into this ten damaging vehicle mistakes. Uh, maintenance mistakes here shortly uh, as we keep throwing everything else in here. But what the heck? You know, we are talking cars and we love talking cars. Um, we're going to take our first break here. You're listening to uh, Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us here on The Answer, San Diego, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM in North County. We're talking all things cars. You know, I saw a couple weeks ago that uh, um, that all the cruise nights and things are starting to come back. Uh, National City, uh, uh, they're doing a low rider cruise night that started a couple weeks ago. That it's been gone for thirty years. It's to return to uh, after thirty years. Very cool. There's the guys have some beautiful cars they take out there for that stuff. You should check that out if you get a chance. 
I don't want know what night it's on, but I'm sure you can you can use the Google box and find out. You know, the thing is, even if you're not into lowriders, these guys actually have a lot of 50s cars. Oh, they're or, beautiful I mean, cars. I mean, they have the old, old cars that a lot of them lower. So even if you're not into lowriders, if you go down there and just, I mean, just the, cause they still have beautiful style on the on the bodies they and do. stuff like that. It's cool. So All, cars are always cool to check out. That's for sure. There's no question in my mind about those. So anyway, all right, let's see here. So, um, we were st- we started off on putting off scheduled maintenance, right? Yeah, well, no, ten damaging vehicle mistakes is what uh, vehicle maintenance mistakes is what we're talking about. Before we jump back into that, okay. do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which is uh, West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at twenty two hundred Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for almost thirty years, taking care of folks up there in North County. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified. Uh, taking care of folks out there in East County for uh, nine years. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego. AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks uh, there in central San Diego for, uh, um, geez, uh, five years. Wow. And West Miramar, not last but not least, right in the Golden Triangle, triangle West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road, Nice Gate Mall. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks now for three years. All of us at the West Automotive Group at all of my locations come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We all believe in the same philosophy. That is, we never put money ahead of people. Stop in to f- have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive and service repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group also offers, uh, proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on a on approved credit. But uh, what a great way to go. Get a West Automotive Group uh, uh, um, card and you can use it anytime for service or repair. And you can stretch out the costs for six months with no interest. I mean, you can't ask for more than that, that's for sure. Uh, also, uh, you can take advantage of our... Uh, our diagnosis uh, by our qualified technicians, our CertiCare, along with any other uh, diagnosis on your vehicle. Uh, as I often say, the best money ever spent is uh, the money spent on the diagnosis by a qualified technician at a quality facility. It'll save you a lot of money in the in the long run. Uh, if you get the right uh, diagnosis, the proper repair, and you're on down the road versus throwing parts in a car. Um, we also offer uh, free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Go to westautomotivegroup.com and jump on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or, or you can get on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram from there and follow us. That's westautomotivegroup.com and just pick what you'd like to follow. And we send out really cool tips and things throughout the week, etc. Great little things, some comedy stuff, etc. But uh, good automotive stuff along the way. You can also click on the Auto Man where, uh, uh, segments where I'm the Auto Man on the CW and uh, Fox 5 News on uh, different parts of the week. Uh, CW on Fridays, Fox 5 mid-morning Wednesdays. Uh, check check it out from there or uh, you can see it live. You can also click on Auto Talk Radio where we put all the podcasts when we're done with them here. So one each week, obviously, as we're live uh, 7 to 8 a.m. Monday, 7 to 8 a.m., I'm sorry, on Saturday. And then on Monday, they get posted on there and you can uh, grab them from there. Or you can pick them up also. Podcasts are also available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. All you got to do is just go in there and answer San Diego 1170, find us, Auto Talk Radio, and take us on the go, right? So all good stuff. We appreciate everybody uh, listening in and being part of that. So just remember that's westautomotivegroup.com and you can check us out, make appointments, etc. All right. We're talking about damaging vehicle mistakes. How many damaging mistakes do you make regularly, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Following an auto maintenance schedule can ha- I <laughs> Not car-wise, huh? Following an auto maintenance schedule can can help keep your vehicle reliable and maintain its resale value, and that is a true statement. Also, save you money in the in 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 the uh, meantime. Uh, maintenance schedules are developed by each manufacturer to highlight the recommended minimum uh, uh, cases. Uh, maintenance requirements for a particular model trim level. In most cases, c- completing the minimum recommended maintenance is necessary to keep a vehicle's warranty in good shape, which is true. Things you should be doing. Um, if for any reason your maintenance history does not meet or exceed the recommended minimums, you may have a warranty claims denied by the manufacturer. If this happens, you may have to pay out of pocket for costly repair. We don't want that. But all in all, maintenance and things uh, um, on a vehicle, taking care of them, 
helps extend the life of them. There is no question whatsoever of a vehicle, right? Changing the, I mean, and when I say changing the oil, I mean training fluid, whatever oil. And you're running a good oil. Sooner or later, something's going to break, a seal's going to leak or something like that. But I've noticed something like running a really good, and, and I'm just going to use transmission as an example, motors and rear ends and, you know, all the things the same. But running a good oil in there that's a really good, you know, and changing it a lot. Uh-huh. When you finally do have something that comes apart and you take it apart to fix it, the right there, the maintenance can help a lot because instead of everything being destroyed, we only have one part as bad. So we can, you know, just replace the bearing seals, put it back together, and then down the road we go again. Because a lot of times the hard parts will stay really good, you know, if you if you if you service it regularly. Yes. Well, and we talk about this all the time. Not not only uh, uh, um, engine oil, like you said, but like transmission fluid. It it picks up the contaminants that are created. Uh, working parts, even an automatic transmission has planetary gear sets as metal on metal running all the time. That fluid's job is to lubricate those, right? Yes. Well, as it starts to break down over time, heat, excessive heat, several, extended use, aeration, aeration, and then picking up those contaminants, it starts to go bad. And what it doesn't lubricate as well. And it drags all those particles through the solenoids, valve bodies, like sandpaper, wears things out. So... The best thing you can do, like when it comes to a vehicle and a transmission, is is service it properly. You know, and in doing so, um, you will prevent extra wear and and a lot of times really extend the life of the component. Yes, and normally there's a handful of fluid companies out there. I mean, there's a handful of there's there's at least four that I can think off the top of my head that are superior superior oil companies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name them. Obviously. Well, they, for, they're just like gasoline. They put different additives in their oil, which which helps help extend them from the foaming, light. helps oh, yeah. them from all, all kinds, kinds of, of stuff. Things. Yes, correct. So, um, and and a lot of times different people swear by different oils. I think we had this discussion yes. when with, with our our nephew uh, uh, at uh, when we got together at mom's house for her birthday, and they really like a particular kind of oil, which is fine. But there's other companies that are just as amazing. That's I was I'll I'll, I'll put that up like the Dodge, the Ford, and the Chevy trucks. I think they're all three good trucks, but we all have our preferences on that. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. certain things were better on trucks, just like you know, than others. Correct. But all in all, the three big, you know, General Motors, Ford, and they—they they are all good trucks. Honestly, they are. They are. They are. They are. So same thing. There's. There's. There, it's. It's a uh, kind of you pick your uh, your choice of what uh, what you prefer. What is it? What is it old saying? Pick your poison. <laughs> and if you don't, then we'll pick it for you. But you're going to get something of quality. There's no yes, question yes, about yes. it. I mean, when it comes to oil, for sure. So you know, it's just just one of those things. But. Uh, um, Ten, 10 damage-causing mistakes often, and, and some of this is uh, self-explanatory, such as putting off scheduled maintenance. I mean, you really just old antifreeze rots, eats hoses internally, causes uh, gasket failures, things like that, by not changing it out. Um, it could even turn into sandpaper. Metal, yeah, correct. Met, it, which, it, But, I mean, it actually changes chemical compound, yeah. starts to eat hoses internally. We don't see a lot of hoses fail um, like from the outside, you look at them and there's a problem these days. What we do is we end up grabbing them and they're crunchy. And what that is, is the insides deteriorating, coming apart inside. All that stuff's then floating in your system. Well, and as the chemical makeup of antifreeze changes, then it also, uh, has a way of, uh, uh, breaking down head gaskets in metal, attacking metals in the motor heads, things like that. So aluminum, etc. Um, metal flakes can be floating around in your oil. Your brake lines could be one panic stop away from bursting. Well, that's a little crazy, but in today's uh, uh, systems, because of the electronics we have them, such as hydraulic braking, then but has ABS systems and all that um, involved in it, the solenoids and all that, the acidic value and, and the moisture con- copper content uh, from the activation of the brakes and all that, same thing. That fluid gets contaminated. It tends to boil quicker, items like that, where you can have issues with brakes, right? Yeah. So that's uh, just another fluid that's, uh, you know, when it comes to maintenance. So people, a lot of times these days, you know, like, hey, it's doing brakes. Good time to flush out the brake fluid. We have over 200 parts per million contamination. I never used to do that before. Well, I understand that. And and the brake systems we had before had a proportioning valve. It was rudimentary (laughs) compared to in a master cylinder and wheel cylinders, calipers, and brake lines and hoses. That's all it pretty much consists of back in the old days, right? 
Yes, but I, I've changed fluid in older trucks like that and felt the difference. Of course. So I'm not saying it, but I'm saying there's a lot of people that would argue you don't need to do that back in the old days. I know. That's they why got was, away with it without doing it. But then your cars also failed around 100,000 miles. It was as many miles as you really got out of a car then. They, they were pretty much <laughs> needed a lot of work by that point if you didn't do anything to them. So, yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. So that's uh, just one of those things, you know, as far as that goes. But, uh, yeah, it, it, things you need to stay on top of. So. Uh, paying special attention to cycle and climate you're driving in. Some cars require more maintenance uh, when driven in a severe manner or in an extremely hot or cold. You know, so when we're talking about that, that, that as far as servicing, putting off scheduled maintenance, you know, uh, cooling systems flushing, cleaning, transmission servicing, power steering system flush. If you still have a hydraulic power steering system, almost a large percentage of vehicles are now going to electric steering electronic steering so then that you don't need to service that there's no service for that there's no, no fluids in that that you service uh brake fluids though we'll always have brake fluid i think for quite a while so making sure you keep that clean uh you know fuel induction removing carbon out of the system like i said we're seeing a lot more damaging things happen with uh, uh carbon buildup on direct injected vehicles these days that cause misfires and everything else cars running extremely bad etc so staying on top of that is always a great idea. There's no question about it. You know, so. this is the thing I don't, that, and I'm kind of wondering about it because I know we're 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 still relatively new to direct injection. I mean, I know I think Audi has had it out for a little longer or whoever, but um, running a top tier fuel does that help keep some of that carbon down? Of course, it reduces carbon. So. Okay, well, I mean, but we haven't seen the results. I'm, I, I, I'm, I, well, running, well, it's 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 not the. The top tier fuel, it's the additives in it. Like, well, exactly. Yeah, that that's help reduce carbon buildup. For well, sure. I meant the top now, companies, Will they though. eliminate it? No. But, I mean, does it help reduce it? Sure. It's like having a fuel additive put in, you know, a carbon reducer added to your fuel every time. So, what I mean is, like, going to a bigger company compared to a littler company, I- I'm assuming. Well, yeah, there are some well, big companies out there that are still bad gas, though. I mean, oh, I don't sure. want to say that well, wrong. Well, I don't. I would say they're bad guys. They just don't add to. But uh, yes, yeah, so like Chevron, Tecron yeah. helps reduce carbon buildup. That's what I'm saying. Shell puts in their their whatever I heck it's called. I forget theirs is, but same thing reduces carbon buildup. Yes, does yes. different things like that. So those things do help over time. I would agree. Yes. So I'm just it's it's it. I know that they like the Chevron and the Shell is better. I mean, I know it's more expensive gas, but normally you're paying for the additives. Yes, and is. normally that does help your cover. And I do know one thing: when I run a better fuel, I do get better gas mileage. And what I mean by that is, I'm not talking like dramatic gas mileage, but I do see it because especially I used to do a lot of commuting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would see, I, I could get you know I'd have an extra eighth of a tank gas left. I mean, and you know what? Over the, I mean, obviously that's not a blot in your tank, but it does help in perform. I mean, that tells me my car's performing better when I have a little gas I left over because I'm still driving the same. I'm not changing that. You know, and it's kind of like when you can, if you can get into a state that has real, real, real fuel, you get better gas mileage because it has better performance. Uh huh. I mean, it just, it is what it is. I, I realize this gas here is better for admissions, but it's not always best for performance. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And it's definitely not good for sitting around for long. No. Anyway. Are you talking about a Nitro Plus for a shell? It says that uh, it's a uh, nitrogen-enriched cleaning system. Yep. Uh, okay. So yep. Then it's yeah, nitro. that's their, one of their additives. Yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. What, and that's why their gas costs a few cents more a gallon. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I got to tell you, even General Motors says... If your car is pinging and there's no reason for it to be pinging, run Chevron. And you know what? It normally stops the pinging, doesn't it? Well, and it also they probably tell you to run a higher octane also. Well, yeah, but that, I think that's why they send you there because they have the highest. It used to be Snoko. You remember Snoko used to be able to get like 103, 105 right at the. <laughs> doesn't. Although I've been places in the United States where I have come across 100 octane on the pump. Okay, there you go. So there are still places that have that that fuel. And I, uh, you know, up I think it was Utah, Idaho, someplace like that. So and they're they're, they're still running like real fuel up there, aren't they? Yeah, you get up to Washington State, man. You can pump a a, a non uh, uh, the 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 gas without all the Red? additives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for our motorcycles. <laughs> no, no, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Florida's like that with the golf carts. You can get <laughs> it's a totally different gas. Yeah, I know, so, but there's no additives in it. It's the best gas for the motorcycle. And you can leave that fuel in the motorcycle for like a year, and it won't go bad. So, but, but anyway, all right, folks, we're, we're, we're talking about all kinds of things automotive related, which is, uh, what we do here. I mean, and we appreciate you joining us. 
Um, we're going to have to take our last break here real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM up in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Oh, I love our intro. Thanks, Brendan. It's a good theme song. It is a very good theme song. It's the West Automotive Group theme song. There you go. It gets stuck in my head, I will I admit. Well, all good stuff. All right, we're talking about 10 damaging vehicle maintenance mistakes. We appreciate y'all joining us here this morning. Like I said, May 21st, man. It's a great day. It is. It is. I like it. Well, my point to that is that uh, we were talking at first that uh, um, the issue about one more month and we're halfway through the year. It's just time flies, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of reflecting on that. Like, whoo, you know, it was just 2022, the beginning a few days ago, it felt like. Now here we are. So it's all good. All good. So uh, number two on our list is ignoring the check engine light. Imagine that. Imagine that ignoring the check engine light could be bad for your car. You know, I was thinking about this one, too, because uh, I just fixed my daughter's car. She had a lean coat on her car. And it, it, what it was was the valve cover cracked internally. So, I mean, That's, a lot of I mean, things could be. Yeah, it, it, had, it, it, it affected the PVC system. Well, well, with that, it can consume oil because it'll suck all the, you know, all the mist of oil up in the valve cover. It'll suck it out. It'll, I mean, it can, you know what I mean? It can do a lot of damage Oh yeah. just ignoring that one. I mean, of course, fuel mileage, you know, it could run the engine lo- or out of engine oil because it would be sucking it, you know what I'm saying, into the right lot, back end and burning it. A lot of it. things that can affect it. There's no question. So, um, yeah. Uh, this one uh, is also a bit obvious, I would say, but it does pay to get that annoying light diagnosed. If it's on, if it's flashing, especially if it's flashing on your car, that means stop driving, pull over, stop driving. Well, yeah, because you're going to, I mean, what are, what are cats going for these days? The price of catalysts are way up. And because there's very limited supply of of, of certified aftermarket ones. That's what I'm saying. You might have to buy a factory one. Seeing them a lot. We're doing, doing a pre. You know what else people are stealing now, too, now that we got on this real quick? Because we all know that people have been stealing catalytic converters. Unless you live under a rock, you know that people have been stealing converters, right? Like crazy. But uh, um, aluminum drive shafts out of pickup trucks. <laughs> really recycling them? Oh, I guess that's what they're doing with them. But we've seen a couple of those now. So, um, How much do they weigh? Just out of curiosity, I mean, I don't even. I, I've bit. taken. They're all solid. They're not solid, but they're all aluminum. You know, so uh, it's a serious beer can, isn't it? <laughs> it's a heck of a beer can, and the aluminum pays way better than any other metal, except for catalytic converters, obviously. But I mean, uh, aluminum. Uh, uh, so it says that it weighs between ten to twenty pounds. By the way. Just to give you a heads up. A drive shaft, yeah, Typically that's switching to an aluminum shaft will reduce the weight by anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds. Oh, wait. It'll reduce the weight. Yeah, Excuse reduce me. the weight. I was going to say, yeah, it doesn't sorry. weigh that much. I, I bet it's, uh, I would say it's probably eight pounds, though. Uh, you know what I drive see? Shaft. I see people getting run over dude, when they pop that thing out of there and the car starts to roll away is what I see happening. You might We've just, seen that happen before. <laughs> I've seen people in trucks underneath them pop the drive shaft out. Uh, by the way, the car does not stand park when you pop the drive shaft out because <laughs> the park's inside the transmission. <laughs> so therefore, it's a free willy. It's getting away. So I'm th- we might so be bet, able to find a thief bet, underneath the car. Well, if you, unless they're smart enough to put the parking brake on before they steal that. But you don't know because somebody could have locked their car. So, and I'm not going to help them to tell them how to prevent from being run over. So I tell you what, if you're a thief stealing drive shafts and you pop one out and the car runs over you, you deserve what you get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They cut, By the way, those aluminum things are, I'm only seeing average prices of 500. So they are pretty high up in the auto parts price, but not yeah, as that, much as catalytic converters. But they, they right? just, no, but they just trade those in for, for scrap aluminum is oh, what they do gotcha. for the money. Mm-hmm. But then it costs the client 
five hundred dollars or more to a thousand to replace it, depending on you know. Yeah, I was we saying just the did one that the drive the shaft was yeah. nine hundred dollars from from GM for the drive shaft. Jeez, Louise. the labor's not that much. It's like an hour to replace it, the mm. new one in, but still, it's a thousand dollar job. Somebody stole our drive shaft. See, that's the thing. I've taken a lot of them out, and I always thought, oh, these drive shafts are lighter, but I never really thought about how much they actually weigh. You know what I mean? So I'm, I would never even thought about it that way. Well, no, we don't. We don't scrap car parts for fun Do, i mean know, that the, for people that yeah we don't steal car parts don't you remember that time i was putting that motor in that old dodge truck that was back when brax radiators were and we had the motorhome brass back. radiators we're not brass but i'm copper or, or yeah copper radiators. Uh, and i had, I'd had the radiator sitting back there somebody stole the radiator somebody stole the radiator you remember right. that yeah uh, so I, that's what I'm relating it to now, because it used to be you'd hide the cat. I mean, like if I had a if I had a car apart and, and you know it's close, I want to move the cats over here. And I'm, but now you have to re, now it sounds like I have well, to you move the drive don't leave them outside like we did with well, that yeah, radiator. Now, and walk now away I have to move the drive shaft too. Now you're telling me because I'm worried about it getting taken too. Yeah, well, depends on where you leave it. You leave it with Lila, it's fine. She'll keep it safe. Anyway, but the point to that is people are are stealing all kinds of things and 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 doing that so it is what it is um but anything with a check engine light should be diagnosed it's uh you're it's just going to get worse and it's not going to get better that's for sure um and it can get more expensive and damaging cats like you said is very expensive you know you know that this i was thinking about the two because uh we were looking at a car that somebody cut the cat off Uh it wasn't 30 seconds later somebody this, I mean, you could tell this guy was probably one of those people too. He rode by me on his bicycle with the saws on. I'm like, I, I I'm pretty sure I I'm know where that sure guy's that's going. A good way to get arrested riding down the road with a sawzall, but you know it is what it is. So, um, but the, no, they're on the lookout, and there's a lot of ways you protect yourself. But what I was going to say, we we're just doing a Prius cat um, in Kearney Mesa, and we put the cat shields on if the client will. And it's a great thing for a client to purchase. If you have a Prius right now and your cat's not been stolen, you should get a cat shield put on it. There's no question about it. It will prevent... Those are the easiest cars to get the, off of. But to, I don't know if you remember, it wasn't long ago in L.A., a guy came into a business park, and uh, um, he was uh, coming to work, and there was a uh, uh, guy that tried to steal a catalyst off a Prius, and he had jacked it up with one of those little cheap... Like floor jacks, you know. I see where this is going already. The car fell on him and he died, but he didn't die automatically. And and the one part that I thought was like um, interesting about this whole thing, they're talking about it. The news lady's like, "Yeah, they believe he had an accomplice because his shoes are off." You know, well, he didn't have an accomplice. What he did was laid there. And it's like stuff. It's kind of like being buried alive, right? Because every time you let the air out, you can't breathe it back in because the car. Comp- it's like being in dirt, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but he was kicking so hard trying to get himself out from it. He kicked his shoes off. Is what happened. Oh God! So they didn't have an accomplice. Dude, that Nobody just sounds. That, that sounds horrible. So t- it's like drowning with wa- out water. Oh, I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, it's a terrible way to die. So here's my suggestion. Don't steal things off of cars no. in a parking lot. Uh, that, there, and you will never die under a car in a parking lot. You know what I mean? So okay, I can't look at it that way because I get underneath my car all the time. So I need to be safely getting under my car the way I need to look at it. I don't get under other people's cars to steal things, but no. I do get no, people but, out but we, all the time. Put them, yeah, well, <laughs> you need to do it in a safe way, obviously, yeah, exactly. you know, if that's the way it's going to go. So very important. Mm-hmm. Very important. All right, so we're getting on. So not changing oil. Deadly for any engine. That's self-explanatory. Who wouldn't ch- change their oil? Well, not only that, it kills the seals too, the carbon and the and the oil. So I mean, I mean, there's other things that are going to happen before the engine. Like goes. we just discussed. Same as neglecting coolant, brake, transmission, and other fluid services. Can't say enough. Stick to the intervals minimal. Transmission services we recommend. You know, uh, once a year or every twenty eighteen to twenty thousand miles. That's a he- your transmission is the one thing that if it fails will be very expensive on the vehicle. There's no question. So well, if you don't keep the fluid clean, then the front seal comes goes because you know th- th- that that there is metal in that thing. It does start to eat the seals up. Correct. And and that's like, very expensive to have your tranny pulled out just to replace the seal and put it back in in this day and age. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Not not we not heating warning at uh, low tire. 
Um, just so you understand what happens to a tire when you run it low on pressure, the sidewalls bulge. The the rubber on the sidewalls internally starts to fail. And the and the way you can tell this is when you go to take the tire off, there will be piles of ground up rubber inside the tire. That's that coming off the sidewall where it's failing, and that's from running a tire low on air, and that tire's no good after that. Well, especially because the sidewalls is where all the strength is. And tires are expensive these days, so <laughs> good anything oil based. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're expensive, so you want you want yeah, take care of your tires. So if if uh, you're running tires underinflated or you keep getting a a uh, tire warning light, make sure you get it checked out and taken care of. You know, it's, a lot of times uh, a tire can be fixed if it's got a small nail in it or something, and therefore it'll cure the problem and it won't go low no more we keep you all pumped up and rolling 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 right Brennan? that's right i got yeah. mine recently changed which <clears throat> by the way uh another credit to your store uh you mentioned uh they said okay well we want to be honest with you you're going to save a lot more money if you go to an actual tire shop than with us sort of thing so i truly we're appreciate not a tire distributor exactly that's, right. that's yeah so and depending they, on what it is some sometimes we uh can be very close to them but other times you know on certain size tires we're not and that's when we're honest about it. like hey, yeah, hey i'll tell I, you where you can get these i truly appreciate that honesty from your company i, I from the bottom of my heart because we it is a struggling world out there financially for some people out there and for you to look out and be like hey just, just to let you know this company's probably going to be a little bit better for a price for you but uh, we'll still give you quality service and everything so uh, again from uh, my heart thank you so much for no, all that no, you do thank you. Tires no, but that's, I mean, it's just one of those things on certain ones that we we're, we can't get them and can't be competitive in getting them. So therefore, we, we just let you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the way to do it. We're not really a tire store. That's one reason why. So yes. <laughs> some of these big tire places have direct links with certain distributors and certain size tire mm-hmm. things. So that's why they get way better prices on them. So also, that's why. also, I just love the smell of tire shops, too. They The, the rubber <laughs> in there, it's just so – it sounds weird, I know, but it just feels really nice <laughs> in there. You tell your wife this before you married her. <laughs> <laughs> you got Brandon's got a tire fetish. <laughs> <laughs> when he starts bringing tires into the bedroom. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Sorry, honey. I'm just stacking these up in the corner. I know. <laughs> all good. All good. You know, you're talking about the smell of new new tires. Yes. You yes. Know, I, I, I get that. It's like the smell of eighty ninety in the morning. You know what? I'm going to make an air freshener now. If, uh, right. New right. tires. New tire. Somebody will buy it. I guarantee you. Uh, here's a big one. Continue driving your vehicle when it's overheating. So. Every uh, every uh, um, what is it? Every mile is is five hundred dollars of damage when a vehicle is overheating. Something like that. We figured out. Then we do figure this out one time. Something crazy. I would every think it was more it, than that. Every minute is five hundred dollars. Maybe that's what it is when you're born. Yeah, keep driving the vehicle. You can melt the motor right down. There's no question about it. Engines are not cheap. In this. I mean, even no, used engines are not no. cheap. Right Everything now. is high on price right now. So please take care of your vehicle. Um, if you know, check your gauges regularly, or light comes on, hit the hit the hit, get off the road. You know, as soon as you can. Obviously, you want to be safe, but you know, and, and get it checked out. Make sure that it's not. Hopefully, it's not overheating. But those lights come on a lot of times. It is, or the gauge. Uh, not changing fuel and air filters. They did. I mean, not changing fuel filters that are replaceable causes it work, and you end up putting a fuel pump in a car earlier. You know, so. Uh, I don't know if you want to, but most in-tank fuel pumps, you're looking at at least a grand minimum by the time you pull the tank out, put a pump in, stuff like that. It's not a cheap repair. So uh, preventative-wise, uh, change the fuel filters when recommended. Usually every 30,000 miles on, on external fil- fuel filters is a great way to go. Air filters, you know, depending on the environment, but you don't, uh, you need to keep those clean. You really do. So it's very important uh, without question. Otherwise, you get little tears in those and there's sand and grit going into the engine. So not good stuff whatsoever. Uh, here's a great one. Uh, having unqualified shops service your vehicle. Okay. Listen, find a quality facility to have your vehicle serviced and repaired because we see all too often vehicles come in that have been worked on, uh, places that, uh, should not have been working on them or that I don't know what it is or why it is, but it is what it is. And you end up spending a lot more money to correct a vehicle. So, Find a quality place to take your vehicle to, for sure. That's one reason we do what we do at the West Automotive Group and part of the Trepoy network so we can stand behind everything nationwide. Uh, just good good stuff. So be uh, 
be uh, cognizant about um, where you're taking your vehicle for sure. It will save you a lot of money in the long run. And if, you know, really cheap is not really good. So uh, just one of those things. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is for sure. So, um, and in these day and ages with newer vehicles using uh, 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 certain after offshore parts will cause you more grief than not. I was just going to say, that's why you come to a quality facility such as the West Automotive Group, because we give you advice uh, on what parts should be put on your vehicle. We know from from doing things what should and shouldn't happen. So um, just one of those things for sure that uh, is very important to make sure and get a quality part to do the job and not cause issues with other components on the vehicle. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind, doing things right, and uh, we'll just... Uh, um, you know, keep you trucking on down the road. That's what we're here for, right? One right. of those things. So anyway, wow, man, I'll tell you what, another hour's gone by quickly. We appreciate everybody joining us as always. You got anything to add to the show? No, just, you know what, have a great weekend. That's it. Just have a great weekend. Enjoy. And every weekend's a great weekend, I think. I got more to say, but we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> I always got yeah. more to say. Uh, yeah, you know, always do. <laughs> Well, and and just uh, to highlight, you know, on uh, um, this, and I I better throw out here real quick. Uh, you know what? I forgot to throw in for interstate batteries. Uh, they are the highest quality batteries out there. Um, we do not stock or sell any other batteries. So if you need a battery, jump on westautomotivegroup.com. And we'll get you a battery. I got so much fun talking about all this stuff. I forgot all about that. So, but uh, yes, interstate batteries, definitely the highest quality batteries out there. Um, and you can check them out at their storefronts, uh, one in La Mesa and one in Miramar if you need. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Uh, and uh, keep joining us. We appreciate you all uh, listening, and they allow us to continue to do this because you guys uh, do listen. Uh, so let's uh, let's keep it going and keep, uh, keep, keep you guys in the run and keep the cars going. So if you do have any ideas from shows, you can always email us at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. That's autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. Everybody out there, be safe. Have a great weekend. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 AM San Diego and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll catch you next week. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The preceding show was pre-recorded. Hi, it's Brian, the founder of the West Automotive Group and host of Auto Talk Radio and the Auto Man on the Seat. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.